Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Hi guys, welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Jackie and I'm Stacy. We're super glad you're here. We have a new topic that we're going to be talking about. Actually, this is our very first podcast and our first episode of our first podcast. And we are going to be talking this week about mantras. We're going to be talking about self-talk, the things we say to ourselves and how that impacts um, all sorts of different things. So today we're talking about how mantras and self-talk impact ourselves. So here's Stacy. Thanks, Miss Jackie. This is a favorite topic of mine, really, because I feel like it's re- my mission in life to encourage others to speak kindly to themselves, period. So today I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to start with all great theological stories, and they start with the sneeches. They rhyme with the silliest of words. Just kidding. It's really Dr. Seuss, who, in my opinion, really was a great theologian because he broke down great big huge social issues and de- just made them relatable to us in a really silly way and really understandable. Yep. I agree. Okay, so the book The Sneeches and Other Stories features this first one and it says the star-bellied sneeches were sneeches with stars and the plain-bellied sneeches had none upon theirs. And those who had stars, they'd go prancing about with their snoots in the air and they would just swing them about, something like that. Um, I probably can't really quote the whole thing, which I'm not doing anyway. I'm super impressed right now. (laughs) I nearly have it memorized. And I'll read it again because it's going to be Dr. Seuss Day at school and I will go and read it at some point. Um, But ultimately, the sneeches with stars think they're awesome. The sneeches without think they're not. And they go around moping and doping alone on the beaches. Now... The reason this is important is because it is a classic tale of self-fulfilling prophecy. If I agree, no matter what anybody else says, if I in my own head say, I am have no star in my belly, therefore I am bad and I'm lonely and I'm sad. Um, the story goes on that there's some entrepreneur, let's, let's just say, his name is Sylvester McMonkey McBean. He rolls up with a peculiar machine and he has these machines that put stars on or take them off. And these sneeches go round and about again, taking them on and in and out of these machines. And um, in the end, they just don't know who is who and what's what. And McBean takes off down the beach with his bags full of money flying in the air. You can picture it in Dr. Seuss' beautiful, the style of each book. And he's like, oh, you can never teach a sneech. And the last line says, he was wrong. You can teach a sneech. Because all kind, there are no kind of best sneech on the beaches, and um, and the reason I tell that story is because I feel like we agree, no matter what anybody else says in the world, when we agree, oh, they have curly hair and I don't, therefore I'm ugly and blah 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 blah. Really, what we're saying to ourselves is much worse than we'd ever say. Jackie, do you have curly hair? No. 
<laughs> Did you ever want curly hair? Yeah, I curl it with a curling iron. See what I'm saying, right? We always kind of want what we don't have or we look to the other person to see what they have. So we, we give power to the thing that we don't have. Yes. And let it become part of our identity, that missing thing, whatever that missing thing is. Correct. And so I, my big question today is to get us to start thinking, how do I view myself? What words am I speaking to myself? And am I even hearing it? Am I hearing that the words I say to myself? Jackie, can you give me an example? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, it's a fascinating topic. I think – here, I'm going to grab this. Um, I think that a few years ago, I started to get really intentional at listening to the words I was speaking to myself. I had um, tapes that were in my head that I was hearing and saying and listening to all day, every day that I didn't realize were there. And I can't remember now who pointed that out to me. It probably was a podcast or a book I was reading. But um, the first step for me was becoming aware of what those tapes were. What what was the self-talk that was in my head, right? Um, so just listening to it and becoming aware of it was the first step. So I think some of those things, you know, and you say this all the time, some of those things that we say to ourselves – we would never say to anyone else, right? It's just cruel and hateful. So maybe um, no one wants to be around you or you're not worthy or um, or I'm, I guess if it's self-talk, right? It's I'm not worthy. Um, things like that. What about you? I totally agree. Now, I grew up in a house with a whole bunch of women. I have four sisters. We have a brother as well. My dad was working a lot. My mom was in the home. Um, and I think that we collectively, I notice I do this consistently. I'm nearly 40 years old. And I consistently do this to myself. But I noticed uh, my sisters were also doing it. We were doing it to each other because we were being little jerks to each other because we were growing up <laughs> learning how to fight and disagree um but my mother my sisters myself my friends from a very young age I took notice of the way people treated themselves or spoke to themselves really and so I think really that's the first step is I am I even noticing the level of kind of disgust if we're being honest in the words that we use towards ourselves am I even aware of the words that I'm using in my head that just go round and around and around and so that's really my first question here is are we even aware of it and my second is do you think you could change it and how can you if we're noticing the things because I hear women say them out loud oh I'm so fat oh I feel so ugly or I just can't get my stuff together are we going to be saying s words on this I don't know <laughs> I don't know there's no judgment here <laughs> Jackie agrees there's no judgment basically I this is a phrase that I hear myself saying is that I don't have my shit together and that might be true and I'm trying to be funny and whatnot but it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy when I say I don't then I continually won't and it doesn't open me up for some more positive stuff so that's why today we're talking about what mantras can do for you because believe it or not you've already got them sister you've already got mantras that say I'm fat I'm ugly I'm stupid those are just 
two letter ones and you got a whole slew of conversations going in your head and I'm here to tell you to stop. I'm here to tell myself. Basically everything we're saying in here, I'm just speaking to myself about it. Would you agree with me, Jackie? Absolutely. I I had I was going to try to pull it up but I couldn't get to it, but um words have power. Um I think that's kind of what we're saying is that the words that we say out loud and the words that we don't say out loud have power and so um acknowledging that and giving them the power that they're due and and changing those tapes that we are constantly playing in our head is really huge. And so one of the ways we do that is through mantras, right? So that's kind of what a mantra is, is a way to change your self-talk, right? And I think, do you remember a few years ago, there was that um, video that went viral of a little girl standing on the counter in the bathroom and she's like looking at herself in the mirror and she's like, I love my house. I love my face. I love my hair. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, the best. And um, it was just, I think it, it rang a chord with people because we don't talk to ourselves that way, right? In general, we look in the mirror and we think, I hate my hair. I hate my face. I hate, right? Exactly the opposite of what she was doing. So it was just super powerful to see a little girl doing what we should all be doing every day. So the question then is, how do we move from hearing and listening to the, that inner self-talk that is so negative to having more positive self-talk? How do we change those mantras that we're hearing in our head all the time? And um, I think there's lots of ways to practically do that. I think of one of the things I do for myself and for my kids is I take some of those statements that I've over the years trained myself to hear in my own head and I shift them. So if I'm hearing myself say, I'm not worthy, I try to kind of um, combat that with the opposite. Like, I, I am worthy. I'm beautifully made in the image of a God who loves me, for example. And I'll write that on a sticky note, just super practically. I put it on a sticky note, put it on my mirror, and so I can see that every day or in my car on my dashboard. And I just force myself to read it over and over again. And honestly, I know it's a little bit uncomfortable. All of this is a little bit uncomfortable and seems silly. But the reality is you change those pathways in your brain um, when you do that and when you use repetition to your advantage instead of to sabotage yourself. Um, another tool I learned, from, I think from Rachel Hollis, but I'm not sure, um, that I've been doing for quite a while that is, I think, super powerful is writing down I am statements. And I do this most every morning. And um it's again, it's a little bit awkward, but what you do is you uh, write I am statements as if they are already true. And some of them, for me at least, some of them are already at least partially true. Some of them are not at all. Some of them are completely um, not true, but I want them to be true eventually. So I write these I am statements as if they are true. And um, I do it every single day. Again, repetition, using it to my advantage and um in a positive way. So some of those I am statements I'll write down are like, I'm looking at them right now. I am healthy, fit, and confident. I'm a strong and capable leader. Um, I'm a supportive and loving wife. So um, I, I have a bunch that I write every day and maybe over time I'll share all of them with you. Some of them are a little more embarrassing than others, <laughs> but I just think it's super powerful to um, kind of be um, visionary in the way that we use our self-talk. Like, who do you want to be? Because an, another thing I thought of is, uh, I learned this from Brendan Bouchard, but this is something I used to do with my students when I was a teacher, and I did with my kids when we were little, is we would kind of um, front load on what's coming up. Like, we're going to a birthday party, and guess what? You know, when they're really little, guess what? You're not going to get any presents because this birthday party is not for you, right? And you are going to have to put all the attention. Guess what? When that 
you know, when little Johnny's blowing out those birthday candles and you really want to blow that birthday candle out, you can't because it's not your birthday. And you're going to go and you're going to be supportive and you're going to help all the attention be on little Johnny. And so we would kind of talk those things through before we went into those situations when they were little. And now I use that in my own life going into any new circumstance or context or relationship. Who do I want to be walking into this moment? Like I want to be um, compassionate and a good listener. Um, And so I just say that to myself kind of any door I walk through. I try, I'm not perfect at this yet. It's still kind of a practice for me, but I'll walk through a door and I'll think in, in this context, I want to be compassionate and a good listener. In this context, I want to be strong, capable, and confident. In this context, I want to take a backseat and just observe. You know, whoever I want to be, I kind of speak that into my own uh, my own self-talk. I make it a mantra as I walk into a new situation. So that's been a really um, a positive way for me to switch some of that self-talk too. And um, the last little um, practical thing I learned from Um, I think it's Brendan Bouchard who says, when you're talking about positive things, you want to use I am statements. And that's why I do the I am statements in the morning. But when you're talking about negative things, when you're trying to like counteract negative self-talk, you should use third person. And what that does is it kind of helps us to be more objective about it and take a step back and kind of how you talk about, we wouldn't say that about a friend. Like I would, I would never say Stacey Wilson is ugly, right? I, I would never say that. So taking a step back and saying, Jackie Scott is not ugly. You know, shifting that, it helps um, when you're shifting a negative, it helps to put it in the third person. So um, just kind of a different way to think about it. I don't know. So those are just some of the practical ways that I feel like I'm helping to retrain my brain to have better self-talk and use mantras in a positive way in my life. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I love it. This is why I am so happy to be speaking here to everybody with Jackie Scott. Now, we want to wrap this up as we will with every single podcast is to give you one thing. Jackie mentioned some, um, and we want you to take home one thing that you can do right now, wherever you are. If you're driving in a car, you can take a little glance at yourself in the rearview mirror. Oh, by the way, did I mention to you guys you're going to have to hear me sing poorly many times, okay? I will make up a song about you and... Uh, there's a situation that I'm in I will just jump into song so you're missing the dance but someday we'll do a video as well and you'll see the song and dance okay so you're you don't have to sing it but you do have to do number one okay are you guys ready for your homework I don't want to really want to call it homework we were kind of saying it's like your go go do right I I tell my kids or whomever sometimes vaya con Dios which for those of you who don't know it means go with God in Espanol, um, my kids are bilingual. They go to bilingual school, which is freaking amazing because I am not. But I can say vaya con Dios. So here's your vaya con Dios for today. And that is for you to, next time you see your reflection in a mirror, in a shop store, when you're walking by, pretty woman walking down the street, you don't have to sing that to yourself. But I want you to look at yourself in your head, say, I am beautiful. Now, it will not end there. I require that you do it three times, okay? Not uh, maybe all in a row. Next time you catch yourself in the rearview mirror, I don't want to see like, ooh, I got to pluck those eyebrows. I want to hear, I am beautiful. All righty? 
And then the third time, you're cruising in your house. You're, like, bent over to pick up some garbage and some junk that other people left or laying around. And you catch a glimpse of yourself. And you say, I am beautiful. Got it, friends? There is power in repetition. Like Jackie was saying, your brain actually creates different pathways when you repeat things. Okay. Home, um, your vaya con Dios. I keep wanting to call it homework. I like vaya. Tarea. Everything sounds cooler if you Spanish. say it. If you say it in Spanish. So, three times. Now, you get a bonus if you say it out loud. Not required, anybody. But if you're alone, just look left, look right. Because somebody, you're going to do one of those, he's behind me, isn't he, moments. And you will say, I am beautiful. And really, even a triple gold star bonus would be if you write it down. Like Jackie's I am statements. You can write down, I am beautiful. All right, friends, you can go out into the world knowing that you're not the only one. You're not alone. But take a good hard look or a good hard listen, I should say, to how you're talking to yourself. And start treating yourself as you would your dearest friend. Please. We love you. Jackie and I want nothing but the best for you. And we want you to go out into the world today and tell yourself, I am beautiful. Friends, thanks for joining us on this first episode as we talk about mantras and how they affect ourselves. Please join us next time as we continue the topic of mantras and how they affect our relationship with God. Hey guys, we want to hear from you. The whole reason we're doing this is to connect with you and to hear your thoughts on what we're talking about. We want to know about what we're saying that is um, making a difference for you. Are you learning anything? Do you have anything you want to teach us? What can you show us? We want to connect. So here's how you're going to do it. That's right. We're on all the social media platforms. I mean, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Plus, you can find us on our website, which is the Jackie and Stacy Show. Weep, weep. And you can email us as well. Oh, but please do. Make sure to spell that right. It's the, the, T-H-E, Jackie, which is I-E-A-N-D, Stacy. Stacy's E-Y. We're so <laughs> yeah. The Jackie and Stacy Show. All spelled out like that. So contact us, you guys. Email is at Do it. We want to hear from you. Visit us. Comment. Ask us some questions. Send us a picture. Oh, hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag all over it. Hey friends, we want to tell you about our friend Michelle. She's so amazing. She owns Forage Vintage Rental Company. It's this super fabulous rental company where you can rent props like furniture and um, dishes and just all beautiful things for your party, your wedding, your photo shoots, all of that. She is amazing. And in fact, she lets us record in her space. So we are surrounded by beauty every time we record. It's amazing. And I um, want to direct you to her. She is on the gram. Check her out on Instagram. That's where most of her stuff is. And you'll see the gorgeous work she does. She's also on Facebook or at ForageVintageRental.com. Check her out.